Hello, I have the lovely, is it Axel? It's Axel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, with me today. Hello, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I'm uh, Axel Moulton. I'm from Harrogate in North Yorkshire and I'm a horror writer published by Red Dragon Publishing. Uh, did you always know that you wanted to write? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, it was a fairly new thing, really. It was, uh, I, I like to be creative and, and stuff, but I never thought writing would be something that would be for me. And it was only during lockdown when I thought, when I had loads of time on my hands and I thought, oh, I'll see if I can do something. And uh, I read a lot of Stephen King and Dean Koontz and stuff like that. So I thought, oh, I'll see if I can write something like that. And uh, it was during that that I wrote Cries of Joy, um, my first book. Uh, and then I sent it out to places. And uh, yeah, and then Red Dragon picked it up and uh, it all went from there, really. Um, did you have the idea for the story um, first or did you have ideas for characters? Uh, it was the story. Uh, obviously, Cries of Joy is about uh, life in lockdown and, you know, living with an abusive person, you know, during a lockdown. And it was very, you know, very prevalent at the time. And there's lots of stories in the news about it and uh, how much it had changed people's lives. And so I had this sort of story idea, um, which was very current and uh, thought I'd just roll with it and see, uh, see how it went. And yeah, but eventually, you know, it took lots of drafts and, and stuff for my first one. I learned a lot along the way uh, being a, you know, first timer Um but yeah, and then it all came together. Were you worried about writing a, a lockdown-based story? Because obviously people were still living it. And... Yes, um, mainly because um, I think people, I feared people would just be about sick of it, <laughs> the idea of lockdown. And it was, you know, I was worried it would be a bit blah, blah, blah. But, you know, the the story is so much more than you know that's just the you know the pretext of it and then the rest is just this you know tension filled horror story that's just awful and brilliant (laughs) (laughs) um did you plan to uh, write horror being a fan of horror or or was that just what came out (laughs) um yeah i think i think so i've I've dabbled at, at, at writing crime um but i think yeah i think horror is is my strongest point um i like i like the you know everything that you can ex- explore with with horror and i think stephen king obviously does it best because uh he writes all these books about all sorts and but it's about the people and you get to know about everyone's different psyches and how people react to different things and um i think it's just a great way to explore characters as well as dealing with you know supernatural stuff or um yeah all sorts of different themes uh, did you have to do a lot of research and what's the most interesting fact you found out when researching um i think uh i did, I did do a lot of research uh, I think the most shocking fact was um, how many people, for cries of joy, it was how many people suffer 
uh, from domestic abuse. So I didn't realize the percentages were, were that high. Um, and it is, a, it is a lot. And it was a lot for, for men who suffer from it as well, um, which was, which was uh, a shocking fact. And then for Dead Man's Heart, my new book, um, it was great researching that because that was completely different to anything I'd tried to write before because of the medical uh, a- aspect of it. Uh, so they took a lot of research into that idea of um, the idea of the book is about passing memory on through, you know, when you donate an organ, when you receive an organ from somebody and uh, mm-hmm. about cellular memory and stuff like that. So that was really, really fun to research and stuff to find out. And hopefully it comes across in the book and quite accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome, actually, because I um, I studied forensics. So obviously it's like a different side of the coin. But mm. um, yeah, I love, I love and I love talking to authors because they don't find it weird or gross. They're like, Ooh. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's great to find out all different stuff. And the stuff you learn is uh, is just amazing when you're researching for a book. <laughs> um. Out of the two books you've written so far, um, is what's the most fun character that you've written? Most fun character? Um, I really liked writing um, the, 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 the psychopathic serial killer that's in Dead Man's Heart, but just because I felt I could be really free to be able to, let's make this person as, you know, sinister and brutal as I could um and I think it really comes across in the book and from the feedback that I've got from from people has been you know really great and they've loved that character so I think I think he's probably my my favorite just from what the freedom that I was able to to do in you know writing his 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 parts and his different characteristics and stuff (laughs) Um, I've, I've said to you before I'm writing and have you ever got you ever like typing and thinking where is this coming from like who is this person yeah. typing these words like what the hell <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely I, I, I'm uh, I'm studying for a degree at the minute in creative writing and um, they they often say you know if you if you are stuck then just just stand there and uh, you know just write and stuff will come and you do what you're like, where, where is all this coming from? You just, without even thinking, these ideas are just coming. And quite often that's how I quite like to start a story. I get the idea and then I just sort of just go with it and see how characters develop. And and then once I've, you know, written a, f- a few chapters and I think about structure and how I'm going to progress it and what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's a very weird thing, isn't it? You're just like... <laughs> okay, my fingers are moving and I'm just reading the words as they're coming out and okay <laughs> did yeah. you know my mind could do these things but right fine. especially when you're writing horror and you're, you're writing a scene and then you read it back and, that's a lot <laughs> where did that come from but yeah <laughs> um if you were to take out um one of your characters for a meal who would you choose and what would you ask them <laughs> um i would uh i would take out bruce campbell who is the heart surgeon in dead man's heart um and i think i'd just pick his brain about uh what it's like to perform surgery i've never spoken to a you know a, a surgeon on a on a social level so i think it'd be interesting 
find out what it what it was like to be a surgeon, what it was like to do that job and the pressure they feel and uh yeah, all of that sort of stuff. Did you know that um the uh what's classed as psychopathy is high in um surgeons because there has to be a level of detachment to be able to cut yeah. into someone and which Absolutely. I think is quite interesting, but also kind of scary. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's scary. I did hear that. Like, they, you know, look at it like a, a, you know, an inanimate object, like a mechanic fixing a car, you know. And I think it is quite good that they feel like that because then they don't have the pressure of the emotion and, you know, the weight of how it must feel to have someone's life in your hand. But yeah, also scary on a social level. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, if your books were to be made into films, who would you play? Who would I play? Yeah. Um, I would play, um, I suppose everyone sees himself as the hero, don't they? But um, I think I'd really enjoy playing the, the psycho killer. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, like normal people would want to play the hero, but I find that crime fiction and horror fans want to be killers. So yeah, yeah. I'm not really sure what that says about us, but I totally want to be the killer. Every, everyone loves a good baddie, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <It'd be great>. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were to uh, fictionally kill someone, how would you do it? <laughs> Uh, fictionally kill someone um most of my books they have been quite um hands-on and brutal and i think um i think i uh spoke to caroline about this last time and i've not used poison or anything like that so i think i might dabble in you know poison or a you know a slow unexpected way i think there are some poisons where you can completely incapacitate someone but they know exactly what's going on i'd love yeah, to play with scary, that yeah. And, yeah 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 when they're yeah just looking at you and they can't move yeah yeah we're quite yeah. sick aren't we we're quite twisted people <laughs> yes i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh. um and if you were to be fictionally murdered who would you want to solve your case who would i want to solve my case um Hmm. To solve my case. Uh, have you DCI Ryan? Have you read the DCI Ryan books by LJ Ross? Oh, do you know I they're on my list, but I don't think I've read. He's pretty any. cool. I like him, and he's uh, somewhat local. Yeah, probably go for him. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you're editing, what's your most overused word or phrase? Um, my uh, wife, because my wife's my first go-to uh, proofreader and uh, yeah, beta reader, but she um she always says that I write "son of a bitch" a lot. In you know, <laughs> as a re- it's always a character's go-to reaction. Just go, oh, "son of a bitch" or something. She says you write that a lot. <laughs> I try and take some of the, some of them out, so it's not too much. <laughs> um, how did you come up with character names? um it was quite difficult um for bruce campbell um it was uh my my wife had a had a surgery had major surgery about six years ago and 
it was Dr. Campbell who did the surgery for her. And then um, I just picked Bruce out of a hat. And then once I'd started writing, I'd thought about Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead and and everything. I, I, I like mm-hmm. him. Uh, so I thought I'd keep it like that. Um, but then the rest was just uh, for Graham, who's obviously this awful, abusive man in Cries of Joy. I was just trying to think of a name that's, um, you know, that you wouldn't think of someone to be really awful. So I thought Graham was sort of a nice person's name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that that's how I went for that one. But the rest, it basically just pick them out of a hat, really. Yeah, it's hard, I find, um, names. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you get bogged down for so long trying to think of the perfect name. It's like, just put whatever. And then, you know, he can always chop and change it later. <laughs> yeah, although it's irritating to do. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many times did I mention their name? Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I must have forgotten what I was going to ask you then. Oh, do you hide any secret jokes or messages or Easter eggs in your books? Um, I do try and put in the odd thing um, just about just little stuff from that people around here would would know um just just li- you know just just little things or uh you know even a favorite tv show that my wife and i really like or just something like that really um but yeah i think i'll i'll do more of that sort of stuff the more i write i think i'll de- i'll definitely be putting more stuff in yeah um if you made lots of author friends since you started writing uh, yeah, I've made quite a few. Some, uh, some in America as well. Um, just uh, you know, talking a lot on the on Facebook book groups and and stuff like that, and getting to know people and getting advice from them, which is you know, it's really good. It's you know, when you're first starting out, it's such a learning curve. So I've learned so much in the short time that I've been published. I was only only got my first book book published in August. Um, so yeah, I've I've learned a lot. Just, just from talking to people and getting to know people and seeing what they do and you know find out what works, what doesn't work. Um, but yeah, it's been nice to get to know people, and I'm hoping to try and get to a few more events this year. Um, I didn't get to any last year, so if I can get to a few this year and get to meet some more people in person, um, then that'll be great. You'll love it. You'll love every second. It's awesome. Yeah. Me and Tom, Sim- Tom Sibson have tried to meet up like a dozen times and it's just always fallen through whether my kids have been ill or just couldn't make it or, or something um so it'd be nice to to meet him because he's only down the road from me and we're, we're still not met but <laughs> oh yeah he came to my brighton thing which was really lovely considering he lives like way up north yeah he lives um, in york so that's uh yes yeah, <laughs> quite well, a trip yeah. yeah he didn't come for the whole day but it was really lovely he's such a lovely lovely man mm. um yeah yeah, uh, there's quite a few in your area, um, authors. So, I did a I did an event at Waterstones with Liz Mystery, um, yeah. and she's yeah yeah she she she's was really she was really nice. She's hilarious, yeah. absolutely, and yeah, naughty as anything. <laughs> we um we done it one of these, and um. I can't remember how it came about, but somehow um, M&S and S&M got mixed up. Okay. <laughs> and we ended up just giggling like two yeah. children. <laughs> I blame her. She blames me. 
very funny. Yeah, she's terrible. She's great though. She's I love her. Yeah, she is lovely. And then Tom's good friends with Malcolm Holland Drake, who's really really nice as well. Yeah, he lives around here somewhere near we me. Do. I've I've uh, oh he lives in Wigan, does he? Oh well, he's always in Harrogate, isn't he? I know. Yeah, he lives down. in Wigan. I don't know. Go figure. Yeah. Oh wow! I always thought he was local to here, but. There you go. See, you've learned something new today. Learned something new. There you go. Yeah, and um, I definitely, obviously, don't um, stalk authors and have know where they all live. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just reeling off their addresses. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah, I do know Malcolm's address. <laughs> <laughs> I know quite a few addresses. People just give them to me. Well, no, trustworthy, obviously. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, what was I going to ask you again? See, you keep distracting me. It's, <laughs> it's all your fault. It's obviously not mine. You know, yeah. highly professional. Sorry, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did your um, deal with Red Dragon come about? Uh, basically, I saw um, I saw some adverts from uh, Conrad on um, Facebook, and then I saw uh, Red Dragon publishing. Uh, they put out like a, a Facebook thing, you know, looking for new authors and that. So I, I sent them the manuscript for Cries of Joy and then Conrad emailed me. Um, and he said, he, you know, he really liked it, really tense. And he's like, I'll give it a read through and we'll be in touch. And then, you know, I think it was a, about six weeks, something like that. He emailed me and uh, offered me a contract. And yeah, went from there. Went from there. It was, yeah, it was great. It's been really good. They've been a really good experience. Uh, the editor's fantastic, Karen. Um, she's she's really she's really good. She's thorough, and you know <laughs> that's a good learning experience as well. The the editing in my uh, first book, like my self editing, was really bad. Com- you know, once she'd went, she'd gone through it, and she's like, "This wrong, you know, this wrong." And <laughs> but then when I did my second book, I went through and self edited. It, you know, and she's, you know, she was like, it was in really good shape. So I'd learned a lot. So my third one, which is done, hopefully that's, you know, very well edited, but I'm sure she'll find something wrong. It's her um, job. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's just, it's been a great experience. And uh, yeah, Red Dragon are great. They're doing lots of good stuff. And I think they've got lots of good stuff planned for this year. Um, and, you know, to be in with some of the authors that they've got, you know. Yeah. yeah, I met um, Conrad for the first time at Harrogate last year, mm. but he was very drunk and told me that he loved me, which was really funny. Oh, was he? <laughs> I've <laughs> not met him yet. <laughs> I said he was cute, and he's like, I'm not cute. I'm like, so I squeezed in his cheeks and said, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, Brilliant. bless him. He's a really lovely man. Now I've known him a while, so. And he writes incredible books as well. Yeah, yeah. His um, yeah. The, the Journey Home yeah, it's on my to to be read uh, list. I'm going to devour that that uh, series. I think three books, isn't it? It is now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. That's just wow. It's one of uh, I think it was one of my books of the year last year. I can't remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard all of his stuff is so good from uh, yeah from all the reviews and what people have to say. So I look forward to reading it. Have you been inundated with books since you've become an author? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like you try and, because uh, when you're, you know, a a small author, you you try and help 
others around you so you you're always trying to pick up these you know indie authors um you know and read the books and give them reviews and try and give them a boost and um but then also there's the mainstream authors that are always putting stuff out and so you're trying to keep up with that and i mean i try and read i try and read two books a week if i can i have an audio book and a, and a physical book um and uh, at the minute i've just uh, discovered peter may do you like peter may um the black house trilogy so i'm halfway through the second book and that it's fantastic it's really really good um so i'm enjoying that at the minute but yeah no just uh there's just so many books to read <laughs> yeah i know try try being a blogger and a blog talk organizer and doing interviews and writing and working full-time um, yeah. and then organizing events yeah so it's, it's a nightmare yeah yeah trying to trying to write books and trying to read books as well i've got to go you know, work a proper job. <laughs> yeah. It's the whole proper job thing that sucks, doesn't it? If you didn't have to go do that, then it would be great. You'd have so much time. Oh, I know. It'd be great. One day. That's yeah. The, yeah, that's the hope. Yeah. One day. I mean, I, I hate my job with a passion. Everyone knows. But, <laughs> um, I, I start at six in the morning, so generally I finish quite early. So at least, yeah. then, you know, once I've napped, because then um, <laughs> I have time <laughs> to do stuff. Yeah so yeah i would say i'm lucky but i'm not because i still hate it <laughs> one day we'll get there yeah um if you were able to spend a day with any author dead or alive who would you like to spend the day with uh stephen king gotta be yeah yeah, yeah i think he's probably at the top of most people's lists but um just just to have a chat with him, I suppose, and just it's like where's the, the I don't know how he sleeps at night, he's got that many ideas, he just keeps on coming out with stuff. There must must be constantly just going round and round in his head. Um so yeah, just to have a have a chat with him would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um I was at Bloody Scotland not last year, the year before, and they had a live link with him talking to Linwood Barkley. Yeah. And they were hilarious absolutely <laughs> they're just yeah i mean they're just two guys just chatting about uh toilets and block toilets <laughs> in the trailer parts that they used to work in yeah and we're all sitting there just like and also he has uh imposter syndrome he says every uh, yeah. book that he sends off to his editor he thinks is going to be the one where his editor says what the hell is this what are you this is yeah. uh, like, stephen king you've written <laughs> i don't know 60 odd books so I always yeah. say to authors, if they have a wobble, I'm like, Stephen King has imposter syndrome. So, you know, pull yourself together and deal with it. Deal, yeah, deal with it, get over it. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that is very much, yeah. Like, just yeah. for God's sake, stop whinging and get on with it. <laughs> uh, Lin- Linwood Barkley, he's another one. He's he's fantastic. He's, uh, he's w- one that got me into reading, really. Um, his uh, No Time for Goodbye his debut novel i've read that years and years ago um yeah and i've read all of his stuff he's he's really good yeah i'd look yeah i'd love to meet him and obviously stephen king i read stephen king when i was a child like yeah. a teenager and i've got most of his books i think so yeah yeah he's top of my list as well <laughs> but then i've met most of the uk authors now there's not many left 
and hopefully right. I'll see Lee Child this year at uh, yeah. Harrogate. That's another Harrogate. one ticked off the list. I met Karen, um, Kathy Reichs last year. She was she's a legend. She's mm-hmm. um, the reason I took forensics. So that was right. pretty cool. Yeah. So nice. <clears throat> yeah, it's just Stephen King really that I'd love to meet. But <laughs> I don't think he'd come over here. I know. I don't think you you'll come to England anymore. But no, live in hope. I mean, I'm happy to go to America and stalk him. Like, I'm not bothered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These things don't bother me. It's fine. Um, if you're able to travel to any period of time, either forwards or backwards, where would you go? Um, I'd I'd go forwards. I think. Really, yeah. I'm always amazed when people say that. I just, uh, I just think how how the world's going at the minute. I just love to see how it is in another hundred years or something. Just see what they're doing. I just think it's fascinating the technologies and you know the abilities of what people can do after, or how dire it's going to be. Because <laughs> it could be, it could be absolutely horrendous. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I must admit that we do have. I mean, we do destroy, but we do manage to sort of pull ourselves out of holes. Mm. So, yeah, it would be interesting, I must admit. Yeah, we know everything that's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> Although it would be it would be great just to go back to, I don't know, Victorian times. It'd be pretty cool. Just to see what it was like. I wouldn't want to live there or anything. You'd have to um, be rich, though, wouldn't you? You couldn't be yeah. a poor Victorian person. No, no. <laughs> See, I knew I want to go back to the 80s, and that's just because I was born in the 80s, but I want to go yeah. back as an adult and see all the musicians and stuff. That's it. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. All that, yeah, from the 60s, 60s, 70s, 80s, to see the Beatles and Jimi Hendrix and Black Sabbath. Queen, Michael Jackson, Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool. Yes, please. Or oh, just go to Live Aid as well, David Bowie. and Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, my mum, I was a year and a half when Live Aid was on, and I swear my mum's never forgiven me for not being able to go. So when you felt pregnant, it's not my fault, is it? (laughs) How selfish of you. I know, how very dare I be born and be a baby. I'm sure she could have left me with someone if she really wanted to go. (laughs) Yeah, she obviously, she never mentions it. She's totally over it, it's fine. You know, it was a while ago now. (laughs) Uh, um what do you like to do when you're not writing or working or with your gorgeous family oh um playing guitar and basically i'm either reading writing or i'm with my family um that's all we do really so i like to do but yeah i like to play guitar um let's go out for meals and stuff like that we live a very sort of routine life in our house (laughs) we like what we like nothing wrong with that yeah (laughs) you any good at the guitar i'm all right (laughs) (laughs) see either you're very very modest or you're just really rubbish i'm rubbish yeah (laughs) Yeah. i used to play it all the time um, but then, obviously, you know, as you grow older, you, you know, you run out of time or. Yeah, you can't busy. have fun anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, who is your first celebrity crush? My first celebrity crush? First celebrity, uh, Britney Spears. In the school uniform with the pigtails. Absolutely, yeah. That's interesting. That ages you as well. I love asking that question because it kind of ages people too. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, what else was I going to ask you? Oh, one of my fun questions that people go, oh, my God. Oh, um, if I was to ask your nearest and dearest what your most annoying habits are, what would they say? <laughs> tapping. Um, I'm always tapping. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, would dri- um, drives drives her crazy. Yeah, that would um I used to work with a colleague that used to tap his fingers on the counter and he had nails. <laughs> and I said to him, if you don't do- stop that, I will break your fingers. And I wasn't joking. <laughs> <laughs> when you're stuck in a little contained thing, sorry, baby girl, with um with someone that's tapping with a screen. Yeah. I wanted to kill. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I wrote a short story called Tapped. And uh, I published it myself on Amazon. Um, it's only like 45 pages, but that that's inspired by my wife saying, if you don't stop tapping, I'm going to cut your fingers off. So, <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, definitely my most annoying habit. <laughs> um, so you said you finished um, writing book three. So what's coming next for you? Um, so my next book is, uh, it's a horror again, but it's, it's uh very focused on the mystery side of things so it's i've tried to accommodate all genres in it i suppose uh, so you've got mystery you've got horror and you've got crime as well um my other books have had you know twists and turns but this one you know it's very much you know there's a big twist at the end and that's what it's all sort of leading up to and you know misdirection and um i really like it it's uh it's different than my other two and i think more people will like it the stuff the really dark stuff that's in cries of joy um was a bit too dark for some people um so i think this is gonna appeal to a lot more a lot more people and i, th- awesome. I think yeah i think it'll be my best one so far i would hope <laughs> I would think every author wishes that. <laughs> as long as you get better, I think with each book, then you're doing all right. Yeah. So we'll 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 see. And apart from Harrogate, do you, are you definitely attending any other events this year, or are you just playing it by ear and just playing it by ear? I'd like to go to the um to the one in Leeds, but uh, we're a bit chocker every weekend for the next couple of months so i'll have to just play that by ear i might just get a ticket because i know they're selling out and then i'll just see if i can go or not um and then yeah just playing it by ear really seeing seeing what's about and seeing what i can get to i'd love to do something like bloody scotland um because that just that looks great and they always have good guests and stuff so i would like to try try that one um but yeah, I guess it's just wait, just wait and see, really. Is there any particular authors that you want to meet um, at any of these things? Um, I'd like to meet Richard Osman, and I was kicking myself that I didn't get to see him when he came to Harrogate because uh, I really I, I like him. His books are, are great, and he's a really funny guy. So I would like to <laughs> like to meet him. Um, obviously, Stephen King, Linwood Barclay. 
uh, Ian Rankin. I'd like to meet him. Um, I'm looking forward to meeting uh, Jeffrey Deaver. So he's coming to Harrogate, isn't he? If I get a chance to meet him, that is. Um, you should do. That's that's the good thing about Harrogate is just everyone's in the beer tent. Yeah, they seem to all mingle, don't they? So, yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to to get to know a few people and say hello and stuff. Yeah, I've uh, annoyingly, in a way, I met Richard Osman at Capital Crime last year, um, but it was freezing, so it was in the middle of a field um, near Battersea Power Station, and it was in September. The end of September, I think it was so cold. Yeah, but... so I was wearing like a beanie hat, but it was a bit big, so it's got like this. And I've got a picture of Richard Osman. Luckily, he's sitting down because ridiculously tall, <laughs> and I just look stupid because I'm wearing this hat. So I wish I'd taken it off and had the picture, but whatever, it's fine. But he was really lovely, and um, one of his characters is is Donna as well. So I was like, oh, it's fine. Nice to finally meet someone with the the same name as one of my characters. So. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He seems like a nice guy. It'd be nice to meet him. Yeah, I want to meet Reverend Richard Coles. I think he might be around this year because I think I don't know if he's written another crime book, but he seems yeah. lovely as well. Mm. He yeah. was somewhere last year, but I didn't see him. So yeah, I want to meet him this year. And Lee Child. Yeah, Lee Child. Yeah, he's at Harrogate. Him and. Yeah. Him and Andrew Child are both there. So yeah, it's his son, isn't it, Andrew? Brother. Brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, would you like to tell everyone where they can get your books from and where they can find out more about you if they would like to do so? Okay. Yeah. So, um, all my books are available at any good bookshop, really. Waterstones, um, stock them, or you can just find them on amazon um if you want to find out more about me i have a facebook page which is just axel malton author uh and i have a goodreads author page just search my name in there and you see all, all the books that i've been in any uh short stories that i've got and collections that i've got stories in and stuff brilliant well that's it i don't have any more questions for you you may be relieved to know <laughs> <laughs> and thank you very much <laughs> thank you thanks for having me